Hello world. Today is my first day on here and I really wanted to start doing podcasts because um, besides being a funny motherfucker, (laughs) I am a single mother of four. Um, I come with a criminal background. Longest King's Highway, as a matter of fact. That's what they say anyways. I have a drug addiction past. I'm sorry, a drug addiction past. Um, I was on crack cocaine for a year or two. Um, I've been clean six years. And I was on heroin really bad for about two years. I've been clean 12 years. Um, The moral of the story is why I got all here is because I want to share a couple of things that are really fucking true, are really reality, and this is not the way that life is supposed to be. You see, I want you to know how bad racially profiling the black community, hate crimes and cyberbullying attempted suicides attempted murder it's real and how the system fails you as a black person because you have criminal background and a drug addiction past not only that three years ago January 10th 2019 your 14 year old who was 14 at the time was falsely arrested for assault You see, it was five teachers who said verbally that it was my daughter and another girl who jumped a white child. Verbally, they said this. The written statements, they wrote it was a one-on-one fight and it was my daughter's friend and the white girl fighting. But it still didn't stop the fact that my daughter was arrested handcuffed taken down to the police department like an adult she was fingerprinted which her fingerprints are still in the system to this day she was doused with lice spray down at the juvenile detention center now she has bumpy skin just like an alligator for the rest of her life um she got an infection because of the undergarments they don't use new garments. They use washed, dirty undergarments that you have to wear. See, my child was racially profiled by some teachers who did not like her. Before this even happened for a whole year, she was suspended for two to five days at a time getting loud or smart with the teacher so all her grades for that whole year were already F's once I asked them for the rule book after this assault incident in January he couldn't give me one and he stopped suspending my daughter even though she was sent down to the juvenile detention center she wasn't able to get out I did get the video though from about five different people and it was a one-on-one fight and it was my daughter's best friend and a white girl fighting 
one-on-one -on -one fight, just like they said. But in that video, you can see a white boy who's like 300 pounds push my daughter into a locker. She turns around and slaps him. At this point, I give this video to the principal, principal jury, D-R-U-R-Y at Smithton Middle School. And he's apologized, and I do have that video too where he's apologizing. And he calls the juvenile detention center and they let her out. They drop all the charges, except principal jury decides since they still don't know what really happened, we're going to suspend your daughter for 10 days. They suspended my daughter for 10 days for what? The white boy who pushed my daughter, I raised sand three days later because he was still at the school. He never was suspended. How is that legal? How is that okay for a 300 pound boy to push my daughter? And then you still allow him to go to school and you suspend my child until you have further notice. So he ends up suspending the little white boy for only three days. In that three day time period, this little white boy made a KKK page with his cousins on Snapchat. On Snapchat, they said, this is what we do to niggers with an antique gun on their lap. The crime rate in Columbia, Missouri is so high, they will never find your kids' body. And they threatened to hang my daughters and my sons from a tree with our address. I did file a police report with the sheriff's department. He talked to the boys and let them go and said he didn't think, he didn't feel that they were gonna harm my children. But you know, cyberbullying and hate crimes is not acceptable. And the KKK is really real. <laughs> Imagine that. So I filed a lawsuit against the police department and Columbia Public School District for $2.4 million. Look my name up, Google me. Under Candace, K-A-N-D-A-S, Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S, Dash Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S. Google it, $2.4 million against the police department in Columbia, Missouri and Columbia Public School District in Columbia, Missouri. I had to file that because in March, my daughter tried to commit suicide because those boys tried to kill her and her brothers. The psychiatrist who put her on Zoloft didn't tell me what Zoloft really does to people. She was trying to commit suicide. I didn't know there was a lot of lawsuits out for Zoloft until after my daughter tried to commit suicide. After that suicide attempt, I had to rewalk and think and breathe and, and bring her back to life for the next five days. She couldn't eat, talk, or nothing. But I refused to allow the psych ward to take her in because I felt like it was the psych's problem because they should have told me about this medication. And it was those white boys who tried to kill my daughter. It was their responsibility. Filed a lawsuit with the NAACP in Jefferson City. For one, these motherfuckers didn't tell me that one of the lawyers that was working with me was suspended from the bar. And they felt like I only should only take $500,000 for
for what they've done to my daughter. Well, let me tell you what they've done to my daughter, who is now diagnosed with severe bipolar, severe anxiety, severe depression, severe PTSD, severe learning disability, severe ADHD. She's not competent enough to be on her own. And now she's 17. Since then, the retaliation even gets even worse. I signed my daughter up for the black on brown college thing to help girls get into school and to be smart and to think that they're better than what they think they are and to get them prepared for college. Except there was a black teacher who was a principal at West Junior who did not like me or my daughter, Anaya Brantley, who has a lawsuit against the school district for discrimination didn't feel like my daughter was fit enough to be in the program because eight months prior she tried to commit suicide and the girls knew and they felt bothered by it so they gave my daughter low self-esteem she dropped out and then my son who was 14 at the time Jordan Brantley and my daughter, Ariana Barnes, who was 11 at the time, started going to West Junior, the same school Melita Walker. The principal, was she was the principal. Um, by October 2019, Melita Walker called me and told me I needed to get to the hospital because my daughter had passed out and she had been unconscious for eight hours. For two days, they couldn't find out what was wrong with my daughter. She stayed in the hospital. On that night, at 7.30 p.m., I had to go drop my kids off. And Carla London, the lady who works at the school district, the same lady I'm suing, the same lady who never wanted to give me my emails, listen to my emails, respond back to me, or answer my phone calls, decides to go into the room. At the hospital, she told the nurse. She woke my daughter out of consciousness told her she was my friend and she was coming to check on her and she also left me a note on the board with her name Carla London now the problem that I'm having is because I'm suing them so why would she come to my daughter's room without us being there and the school district closes at 4 30 p.m they still couldn't find anything in her system so we ended up having to go to St. Louis the next day so they shipped us to St. Louis in the ambulance when we got there, they found a drug in her system for a horse, a drug tranquilizer for horses. Um, and she was at school when this happened. They said she went to breakfast. She had a white substance that looked like sugar on top. She started around, she ate a couple bites. It didn't taste right, she threw it out. She walked around the track a couple of times. The bell rang. She went to first period. Her teacher sent her out. She went to the second. She went down the hall and went into the wrong classroom. The teacher asked her what her name was. She turned around, threw up, and hit her head and fell unconscious. Now, if my daughter was unconscious at that school for eight hours, I'm just not understanding how no one even called me before then. But even though we get to the hospital or whatever, when we get to Children's Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri, 
they found that tranquilizer and they say they diagnosed her with migraines that lead to heart attacks and strokes so she could die. Boom. By December 2019, my 14-year-old son Jordan Brantley was jumped by three boys. Five teachers stood there and watched. Now at this time, my son had got jumped. They called me, told me to come up to the school because my son had been jumped and he had ran away and they couldn't find him. When I got there, my son was coming into the building. I turn around, my son says, these teachers and pointed to him and said they watched these boys jump me. I turn around and say, what the fuck do you mean you allow these boys to jump my son? As I'm saying that, Melita Walker, the principal, runs from the building out of the office and comes to where we are and yells, no, Miss Barnes, what the fuck you're going to do is shut the fuck up and listen. Rule number one, I'm a parent. Rule number two, she's a principal. Rule number three, that's unacceptable. So I say, no, what you're going to do is shut the fuck up and explain to me why you allow these teachers to sit here and jump my son. At that time, this motherfucking bitch jumps up in the air and tries to attack me. And if it wasn't for my advocate, Glenn Clavin Sr., I would have been attacked by a principal. This principal also lied in her paperwork and got me kicked off of every school for a whole year. Even though I had the proof from Officer Ash because he told the truth in his paperwork that I wasn't arrested, my son wasn't arrested, I took my son to the hospital. Miss Melita Walker tried to attack me, and Miss Melita Walker were cursing. But if it wasn't for him, I would have been locked up. Now, you see, this is where the retaliation comes in at. I have five complaints against the police department. Five. Three have been found foul play. The last two just came unfound foul play because I went viral on TikTok for the injustice in Columbia, Missouri. Now, let me tell you how this sister girl is so motherfucking tired because, listen, baby, I have four children. I'm a single parent, okay? My baby daddies ain't shit. They don't do shit. Ain't never did shit. Ain't never gonna be shit. And ain't never gonna do shit for me. So when I look at my children, I know that I ain't never had nobody fight for me or have my back. Even when I was in my trying to get clean and sober. Even when I was in my drug addiction. Even when I was in my um, abusive relationships. I never had no support or nobody there fighting for me. So I know for a fact, Candace Holmes Barnes gotta be there for her kids. Now, imagine you've been going to the police department since July of 2020. Your son is a boxer, and he know how to fight. He whooped this boy. This boy get mad. He called a big homie. Boom. The big homie come, because he already been trying to fuck your little sister, who 14 at the time. But this nigga in his 20s. So, boom. The police come. That's the first mistake. One of the white officers who was with Officer Parks tells me, even if this ain't true, this boy and his family gonna kill your son. Boom, rule number one, that ain't what you're supposed to say to a parent as being a police officer behind a badge. They allow us to move everything cool until January. In January 2021, there's a Como exposure page made with 946 people on it. For one, they got my daughter who got mental illnesses out this world 
on this motherfucker and it's a new picture of my baby it don't matter what age she is who she is or what she doing she and that motherfucker by herself and she a young kid on a coma exposure page with 946 people also got a coma exposure comment and my son told on this person that's why he locked up and uh, my son had been getting death threats well by the end of February my son was jumped by 15 of the east side boys that's what they call they motherfucking ugly asses you know what I'm saying but all of them homeless and raggedy you know ain't got nothing going for themselves they probably don't got no good parents but let me tell you something about my good kids that didn't deserve what they going through and still don't deserve nothing of this shit that they going through today and that's why I need y'all motherfucking help because I'm tired is because this now remember this name Dan Miller is my attorney who shit my kid the two of them my oldest daughter and my oldest son to Texas paid for it on cash app I got the receipts boom text messages boom all these text messages that the police department supposed to get us to safety and help us get to safety in February bruh officer Chillstrap tell me that the feds opened up an investigation on my shit in February of the coma exposure page. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Officer Dawkinson, Love Inc. and Reverend Grace, motherfucking ass, was supposed to get me to safety. We got meetings and everything, but can't nobody find a motherfucking meeting recording. Even the lieutenant recorded it, Lieutenant Alpers. Boom. By April 7th, with me steady going to the police department with pictures, documents, evidence, all this shit, the police don't help me. By April 7th, no, by April 4th, my daughter, who has mental illnesses, needed to come back because she couldn't take it. She needed to be on her medication, and I needed her back. April 5th, she was no, April 5th, she went to school. April 6th, she was... April 5th, when she went to school, her life was threatened. So I didn't send her back to school on April 6th. April 7th, by 4 o'clock p.m., these boys text my son and asked him for his location. My son said, Fort Worth, Texas, in the bottom of his feet. He said, bet that uh, I got you. That's what the text message said. By 10 o'clock, there was a big-ass girl that was my son's ex-girlfriend that came in my motherfucking house to see my daughters, right? Call herself my daughter's best friend. I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. I don't give a fuck whose kid it is. But let me tell y'all something. Not even 36 minutes after that lady left out of my house and she was the only one who knew where my daughters was in that house and where my baby boy was and where I was. And she knew that me and my baby boy was sleeping. By 10.36 p.m., my house was shot up. By the time the police got there, she was back there screaming for my daughter. How the fuck did you know my house was shut up? We get to the ambulance. We get to the hospital. Nobody had to tell me that my daughter's was going to make it because my house is 40 rounds that shot up my shit. My 17-year-old daughter... A 16-year-old daughter who was 16 at the time, Anaya, was grazed in her arm. And my 13-year-old, who just turned 13 April 1st, 
was shot in her shoulder and went out the other side. Was shot in her mouth, swallowed the bullet. She broke her jaw and her jaw was wide shut. For six weeks she couldn't eat or nothing. Everything had to be liquefied. To this day she still don't even sleep, eat or nothing. But let me tell y'all something else that's really fucked up. I have filed six motherfucking police reports since August of July, August of this year. Six. Not one of them had made it to the prosecuting attorney. One of them was for kidnapping because my baby daddy tried to kidnap my son. And this other one on this child molester who tried to fuck a little kid. Who was drugging him. Can't believe the police department don't find that funny. Or don't find that even interesting to where you want to lock a motherfucker up but you'd rather take mine and lock me up over some motherfucker warrants that I got for stealing or warrants I got for a forgery warrants I got for some parking ticket let me tell y'all something else the moral of the story is I've been to the feds in Jefferson City Anna is her name still ain't called me back it's been four days I've been to all the mayors governors here all of that and nobody wants to open a case up on the police department or the columbia uh, public school district if i'm pursuing to sue them i have over multi-million dollar cases and no one wants to take on my cases not only that dan miller who i was telling y'all about did my last case and he got him he's the reason why i'm homeless I just did a video on him in April when he, I just felt like he was working for the police and he was doing some illegal shit. Well, this is a rich ass man, bro. And he committed suicide last week. And then my other lawyer, Dan Leach, before him, Dan Miller, he got suspended from the bar. And then uh, Officer Jill Strap tells me in February, even if this ain't true, this person and, that, and his family is going to kill your son. That's the second time. I filed an appeal on the officer and it got denied by Chief Jones. I just know some illegal shit is going on. Like I'm blackballed all around this motherfucker, but I've been making it work. If the, if anybody knows anybody around the United States of America that will take pro bono cases on this civil suit, this is hate crime, cyberbullying, attempted murder, and they're trying to give these boys assault first degree. And the only reason why I'm telling this story is because I just found out two days ago that they allow one of these boys out on bond three weeks ago. Not one officer called and told me. Not one officer has listened to my email, responded back, or any of that. So I just put two and two together that I feel like they let them out to kill me. So if anything happens to me and I can't get justice for my motherfucking kids, I want the whole world to know that I fought for mine. And at the end of the day, the police is trash in Columbia, Missouri. Police brutality on black people are real. Police brutality on white people are real. Police brutality on any skin color that you are is real. And if we don't stand up and fight together and fight back against the motherfucking system, they're going to fuck up our whole future for our children. And our children are going to be drug dealers in the goddamn president's office and motherfucking gangbangers as security guards in the goddamn prisons. So I'm just asking everybody to please get it out there to the world that I need a lawyers. I need some lawyers that 
that's right down functified with the fucking shit and is ready to snap back and take over because I need justice just like any other motherfucking parent in this world it ain't about no money it's about justice for my children just like if it was yours my daughters were shot my son's life was threatened y'all want to kill us this ain't no game I'm literally viral on TikTok look at my name Candace K-A-N-D-A-S 39 Go to my YouTube page, Candace Barnes, Candace Holmes Dash Barnes. Go to my Instagram page, Candace Barnes the Mayor. Or go to my Facebook page, Candace Barnes the Mayor. Or how about you just go on Google and Google my motherfucking name? I might have a criminal past, a drug addiction past, but Stop using my past against me. Stop holding your past against us. That's not cool, man. We want help and we want justice just like anybody else. And I will ride and die for mine. You know that, don't you? I love y'all. Get the word out there, though.